Uh-huh. I know what you're thinking. Is this the booth, drafting the circuits, three-way theater or the Kevin Jackson show? Well, to tell you the truth in all this excitement, I kinda lost track myself here on Hoobazoo.com. So, do you feel lucky, punk? Oscar Mike Radio. Come in. Come in, Oscar Mike Radio. Sinister One, this is Oscar Mike. I have Ulima Charlie over. Ladies and gentlemen, hello, hello, hello. I am Travis with Oscar Mike Radio. Today is September 22nd, 2016. I am broadcasting from the City of Champions, Brockton, Massachusetts. This is Oscar Mike Radio. On the move, on mission always. How are you doing? Okay, okay, okay. We got a good week ahead. Good week today. Good week always. I'm going to start with the question of the week. Comes from one of my dear friends. And he wants to know, he wants to know, excuse me, are you having a good time doing this? And the easy short answer is yes. Yes, I am absolutely enjoying this whole process, even though there are times when I get very frustrated, I get very irritated, I get very impatient, which is not like me. And I think I think that impatience comes from I'm still new at this and I want to get good at this right now. I'm beginning to understand just why Howard Stern and you know Rush Limbaugh and Garrison Keeler are good at doing this. You know, being on the radio out of out of sight you don't know what they look like when you hear them on the radio and they connect with you you know regardless of what you think about those individuals they are the masters and I am just flapping around trying to make sense of what's what however I'm absolutely enjoying the process and the struggle and the warm feeling I get when I pull this off and by pulling this off, I mean being able to connect with people, being able to, you know, have people talk about what I've discussed on Oscar Mike, get a couple of laughs, think a little bit, and have a good time doing it. And I have certainly learned a lot along the way. So the short answer again is yes, I'm absolutely doing this. Episode 10 marks two and a half months. And there's so much coming down the, the, the river that I can't keep up. And it's all good. So, yes. And now that I'm done with that, we're going to move on from the question of the week to 
the word. And the word in military speak is news and information being passed from the senior level down to the lower enlisted or across, you know, company lines, whatever. The word is often passed orally and is open to some broad interpretations. And the word of this week is really about terrorism and terrorist attacks. And I was thinking about this. I think I'm going to do this as an ongoing series, like every, you know, three to five episodes to talk about terrorism, because I think the the nature of the threat is changed or has changed. I think what's happening is instead of having people try to strike one big target to make a huge splash, lots of small targets are being hit to cause maximum fear. And I have some theories as to why that's being done, but I'm not really sure why and I'm trying to find out data as to why this seems to be happening in my mind I'm just one of those people that if I don't have the numbers if I can't put some qualifiers behind what I'm thinking then it's really kind of meager in the words of well I'm paraphrasing Lord Kelvin and his axiom where if you can't express what you are talking about in numbers and your knowledge is of a meager sort and some people tell me that, you know, Travis, Travis, I mean, you know, life is not about black and white and numbers. There's a lot of gray area you got to feel. And, and they're right. They're right that, you know, that is one of my quirks as I try to put a numerical value in everything. I try to anyway, but, you know, there's value in that. So I have these opinions. I have these feelings. And I want to be able to get some better data before I talk about them in depth. So... In, instead of trying to do this all in 30 minutes, I'm going to probably every, like I said, three to five episodes build on what I'm trying to talk about. So today's word, if you will, is about um, how I feel. And then the following episodes will be some of the data and research I've done to support how I feel. So you'll have to bear with me and, and, and I will, of course, re- you know, regurgitate and go over what I've talked about before, but this should be a very good time and a very educational time for me learning about this more in depth, and hopefully you'll be more informed uh, about what is going on in our country. So how I feel is this. I truly feel that we are in a war-type setting. This is no longer, and not to downplay the events of 9-11 because I would never do that. But again, we have groups of people not trying to take down large targets at one time. What is happening, or what seems to happen to me, is that we have you know these Muslim terrorists, because I'm not going to sugarcoat it, the data I have seen so far that I will talk about later supports my assertion that these are Muslim terrorists coming over to do this. 
or they've been American citizens, gone to, you know, some camp overseas somewhere, Saudi Arabia, Syria, Pakistan, Afghanistan, wherever, gotten indoctrinated, and then come back to the United States to commit acts of terror. What seems to be happening is they want to do many small acts of terror all over the place. And, and there's some confusion to me of what I'm trying to understand and be able to put some numbers from data that I can share and collect and look over is the, my first problem is, is are these coordinated? Like the events last weekend, we had, you know, I think three pipe bombs go off, pressure cooker bombs go off in a stabby Minnesota. What I'm trying to determine is, are those all related? Were, were, were people in those cells given the order to go on this weekend at the same time? It certainly seems like they could happen, but I'm not sure. So I don't want to preach it as gospel that these were coordinated. I don't know. But again, it seems like that you know we have a bombing in France, in Brussels, in Germany. We have the migrants coming into these countries, and you you don't watch the the don't watch Fox News. Don't don't watch don't watch Fox News. Don't watch CNN. Don't watch you know MSNBC. Better yet, get online and go try to read some of the the, the German. The Hungarian, the 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 British, the, the 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 Polish, the Italian news outlets. You can translate them right there on the fly with most of these browsers nowadays, and read about what's going on in their countries. Read about the uh, mass rapes in in Sweden. Read about the you know stabbings that happen all the time over there. Something is going on, and it seems to me that we have a government that is for lack of a better term, putting their heads in the sand. Okay? You know, there's there's no there's no uh, problem here, folks. Look the other way. Nothing to see here. Everything's cool. It's just a, you know, philosophical difference. That's all it is. It, it's, it's no different than any other crime that happens in the U.S. Which seems to me to be... It's completely crazy, man. It's completely crazy... What is going on here? Okay, the, these people come into our country, you know, and they're of a certain ethnic background, certain religious background, and they commit these crimes because either they, they can't assimilate, won't assimilate, or they've been indoctrinated to do this, and we're supposed to just think that this is okay. But it's not okay. It wasn't okay when 9-11 happened. It wasn't okay when the Fort Hood shooting happened. It wasn't okay when the Marines were, were and the, the other service members were gunned down in Tennessee at the recruiting station. And that Marine who was from Massachusetts, I went to his funeral. Very accomplished man family man who life was cut short by somebody who hated America hated our military and what we stood for it wasn't okay you know when the homosexuals and, and gays 
homosexuals, gays, I don't have a problem with either term. I don't have a problem with anybody who lives that way or is that way. That's their business. But forget that, okay? Forget that they're homosexuals. Forget that they're, they're gay men. Forget that. I don't care about that. I, I really don't. I care about the fact that they were 50 Americans, my fellow countrymen, that were slaughtered with less care than, you know, the beef I eat every week because they were gay. I mean, how is that something that is acceptable? And it just seems to me that the Islamic faith really condones that because here's what else I'm thinking that, that that kind of exasperates the problem and I might get in trouble for this but it just again this is just how I feel every time something like this happens the Council for American Islamic Relations gets up there and says that you know Islam's not the problem you know that this is not a big deal this is you know something that happened because you know he was made fun of or you know, whatever. It's, I never hear them say, this is a terrible thing. Our hearts go out to the families that this affected. I've, I've never seen, and I could be wrong, but I, I, the, the setup for this episode, I've never seen where these organizations have set up a scholarship fund for anybody that was killed, taking care of families who've experienced loss because of what a Muslim does in the name of Allah. Nothing like that. It's always don't blame religion. Don't, you know, commit any kind of hate crime towards Muslims. And, you know, if somebody does, they're wrong. And, and my problem is I, I sense a real lack of effort to own the problem you know if I was a Protestant and people were doing this in the name of John the Baptist I'd be all over you guys are wrong but I never hear that from you know people who practice the Islamic faith in fact I hear a lot of silence a lot of times I mean 50 50 men were gunned down and the silence from that part of America and that religion was loud. Innocent men and women were killed in Fort Hood. Silence. San Bernardino, the same thing. And I could go on and on. And then we have what happened last weekend. Pressure cooker bomb set up by a road race Marine road race, 5K, pipe bombs, stabbing Minnesota, and people are more worried that you know we might offend somebody than call it for what it is. And, and with my limited knowledge of all the ins and outs of terrorism, I only have to go by you know what I've seen, studied in history, and other kinds of, of conflicts and guerrilla warfare, and. I just believe that this is an invasion. 
maybe not you know we're not going up like d-day with amphibious landing craft with our our shores being prepped by naval gunfire and aircraft bombardment but we are certainly being attacked in our own country by people who we've let come in here and for whatever reason whatever methodology hate us okay now i'm not saying that the, the protestant face the catholic uh religion you know all those are squeaky clean because history shows a different side of of that kind of of, of faith you know protestants weren't squeaky clean catholics weren't um other faiths have their their problems but i don't see these faiths saying it's okay to kill gays homosexuals and lesbians I, I i don't see that i don't see other faiths saying yeah if, if, if your wife's getting out of line you can tune her up you can you can spank her smack her as long as you don't beat her too bad where she can't walk well then it's okay you know, if, if someone makes uh, a joke about the Prophet Muhammad, uh, you can kill him. Yeah, no problem. I mean, there's only one religion that's doing that. And it's not, uh, you know, St. Anne's Church. It, it's not coming out of St. Anne's Church, you know, in any town in the United States. It's not coming out of your local Presbyterian Church. It's not coming out of the Hindu Temple or the Buddhist Temple or the, the Southern Baptist Church. In, in, in a place in the south so we, we have this mindset going on and I don't know if you're like me but I'm shaking my head trying to figure out why our elected officials who remember folks they work for us okay we don't work for them they work for us and as far as I'm concerned, from what I've seen, most of them do not care about us Americans. They're more worried about making sure more immigrants, refugees, come into this country unchecked and unfettered than protecting American lives. Now again, I could be completely wrong about this, but I am just going by what I've seen in the last 72 hours with regard to our president, uh, the Democratic nominee for the President of the United States, Mayor de Blasio, and others who just don't seem to care about Americans. They just don't. And if I'm wrong, I, I will get on a following episode and do a mea culpa and admit my uh, transgression. But I'm sorry. I don't see how I'm wrong. I don't see how I'm reading this the wrong way. I'm not hearing, hey, we're going to shut our borders. We're going to revamp our you know, immigration and naturalization process to make sure we can try to address these risks before they get into the United States. We're going to make sure our law enforcement officers and FBI and ICE officers and everybody who, you know, 
protects this country has the same information so we can make the best decision about who is a threat to this country. That's what I'm not seeing. I'm seeing a lot of talk. I'm seeing a lot of uh, apology. I'm seeing people who don't want to call it what it is. But it's a mass murderer at best or a terrorist invader at worst in my book. I mean, and again, if I'm wrong, if I'm absolutely wrong about this, then, then show me where I'm wrong and I will certainly correct it. But in my mind, where I'm standing right now, the tipping point has been reached for me personally and I believe that we are being invaded. And why would I talk about this on this program like this? Because my concern is, is we already have active duty military and reservists ready to serve this country who are already paying the price for this. And what I'm concerned about watching my children, you know, approach the age of being able to serve the military, what I'm very concerned about is they're going to have to deal with this problem, fix this problem, because we didn't. And they're going to pay for our laxity in this matter. And that's going to cause problems. And the whole point of what we were told was going on in Iraq and Afghanistan was to fight the enemy over there so we would not have to fight them over here. And that's that's not happening. Okay? That's not happening at all. So, I, I'm just drawing a blank. I'm concerned. I don't want to see more of our children, our sons and daughters, nephews and nieces, grandchildren, having to pay the price for our failures. And when you've seen some of the prices, or is that even right? When you've seen <clears throat> the cost of what we have done so far, or at least I have in, in a very small way in some areas, it's not something that I want to see happen again. I really don't. So all I'm asking is, one, if I'm right, let me show you how I'm right or how I think I'm right. And two, if I'm wrong, show me how I'm wrong. Not, not anecdotal evidence, but facts and figures and data how I am wrong, and I'll own it. And, and, and that's where I'm at. I've seen too much to ignore this. I mean, we're lucky that no Americans got killed last weekend. Think about that. No one got killed with those pipe bombs. That brave off-duty police officer took down that, uh, you know, savage terrorist in Minnesota. Thank God he was armed. Thank God people said something when they saw something. So that, that that's what I'm going to do is probably a couple episodes from now, I will start doing shows that, um, you know, where I've gone out and gotten the data to support my, my theories. 
And if someone gets back with feedback about this, how I'm wrong, well then, I'll own it. But until then, uh, this is how I feel. And that's the word for episode 10. Okay. I'm going to do this week's unit shout-out. Very, very motivated, very, very cool. Saw this story where the 5th Bomb Wing in Minot Air Force Base, North Dakota, carried out um, an operation called Prairie Vigilance 16-1 by flying 12, not one, but 12 B-52 bombers at once. And they did this to demonstrate to the world that we can project a power, our power, conventional or nuclear, force and force multiplied anywhere at any time. In case you didn't know, B-52s were first flown in the 50s. That's right, 1950. And they're still flying over 60 years later. Seriously. Like the serial numbers on the aircraft go back to the 1950s. You know, it's just, that's how they were built. That's how they've been maintained and upgraded over the years. And, and you can't understand until you start reading the story, which will be in the Oscar Mike site uh, blog, what an undertaking that is to get 12 of these aircraft uploaded and airborne at the same time in a matter of minutes. And consider what kind of range they have. They can be mid-air refueled and go halfway across the world and back. It's just a reminder to places like North Korea, Russia, and China that, you know, we can reach out and touch you anytime, anywhere that we want. And to me, it, it, you know, I'm watching this thing on the video, watching these aircraft take off. My first time seeing these was in Shreveport, not Shreveport, well, Shreveport, Bossier, Louisiana, actually Bossier at the Barksdale Air Force Base. And I could never get over, even as a kid, just how big these things were. That the wings had their own landing gear on because the wings were so long, they had eight engines on it. And to see these things get loaded up with, you know, conventional payloads, you know, whatever payloads they loaded on, I don't know if they were nuclear or not, but to see these things get loaded up, stage and take off in minutes it is an amazing thing and if you know anything about aviation or military aviation in general uh, it's it's not like flying you know 12 airplanes you know out of DFW to Florida it's a whole different ball of wax and, and so the fact that these men and women in the Air Force that were able to do that and do it well uh, they got my salute for this week. So they are my unit shout out. Oorah. Um, Pogue and Grunt didn't have any complaints this week, which was odd. That's why I didn't do them before the unit shout out. Just a little aside, uh, they must be very unhappy. So I'm trying to get them to get happy again, and we'll see if we can have them back next week. I'm going to close out this episode with a happening going on um, September 25th, this Sunday, here in Massachusetts. It is the Massachusetts Gold Star Families Memorial Dedication. And, you know, my heart always goes out to Gold Star families and the sacrifice they have made in defense of our country. And there's going to be a dedication at the Veterans Bicentennial Park 
in Fall River from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. this Sunday. And if you've ever gone down to that area of Fall River where they have the Battleship Cove Museum, Veterans Bicentennial Park, I'll, I'll have some pictures of it in the uh, blog, is an amazing place. I have been there several times for different reasons, uh, you know, with people and without people, and it's never failed to, you know, to invoke strong emotions from me about, you know, what was done to secure the freedoms I so readily enjoy. So if you're in that area and you want to be part of something special, uh, go down there and check it out, and I'll have it in my blog. So this is the end of episode 10 for Oscar Mike Radio. Thanks again for listening, and we'll be back for episode 11 next week. This has all been been going on for three months now, and while I have a lot to learn, a lot to get better and dialed in, I'm certainly enjoying the ride, and that's all because of you all who listen and tune in and provide feedback. So on mission, on the move, and I'll see you next time. Oscar Mike Radio, over and out. Oscar Mike Radio, do you copy? Since the one actual, I have you five by five. Anchors away, my boys, anchors away. well to college joys, we sail at break of day. Through our last night, ashore, drink to the poem until we Oscar Mike Radio is in route. Copy that, Sinister One. Coming at you from the city of champions, Brockton, Massachusetts. Come in, Oscar Mike Radio. Oscar Mike Radio. Veteran in action. On the move, on mission, always. Oh,